Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. So, another uh, Smashing 50 podcast with Anthony Bailey from AB Fitness. And this week, we're going to be talking all about something that's uh, a problem for all middle-aged men, I think, and that's how to get rid of a beer belly. And so, uh, I'll hand over to, to you, Anthony. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Hi. Good, thanks. Yeah, you? Good, thanks. Yeah. So, beer belly. Yeah. So, what causes a beer belly? In us, us, in us middle-aged men, whatever you want so, to call it. You love handles, whatever you want to call it. So, it's it's called a beer belly, but it's, it's, it's essentially just a belly, which is caused by eating too much, too many calories in, not enough out. Yeah. Um, the reason it's called a beer belly is because middle-aged guys often drink quite a lot of beer, and beer is actually really calorific so one beer one average pint of beer is 215 calories so round about that so if you mm-hmm. think that an average guy's daily calorie allowance is two and a half thousand yeah you have four pints at the pub and that's 860 calories just in one go mm-hmm. so already you've got a third of your calories just by having a few drinks at the pub yeah. Obviously, when you have a few drinks, you often have a few more. Then you get a kebab. Then you have some crisps through the roof because you've already eaten three meals, maybe already that day. So you've had your breakfast, lunch, and your dinner, and then you've gone to the pub. So you have all these extra calories on top, and it, it just may, it turns to fat when you don't burn it off. And so, is that? Um... Quite often, women seem to get fat around their their, their legs and, and their, their backsides. Is that something? How come men seem to get it around their belly rather than you know in the same place? It's a good point. So um, women are, are genetically designed to carry more fat, and that right. is essentially because they are they create babies and they need the extra fat to carry them through when they're providing milk for a baby and nursing a baby so men don't have to do that so Mm -hmm. women store it in lots of different parts of their bodies store fat and this helps them it well it doesn't really mean anything nowadays because we have shops which we can go to all day long and we don't have issues with finding food it's in abundance but in prehistoric times when we are hunter gatherers gatherers and all that fat accumulation was essential to survival because if you couldn't accumulate fat you wouldn't survive very long because you didn't know when your next meal was coming so women store it in in their arms bum thighs and tummy because they need more places to store it generally guys just just store it around the belly which is why you get when when guys get fat or overweight it's it cut just mainly sticks around the belly so that's all genetics then really or you know yeah, it's genetics oh. and yeah, male, male or female as well. Mm-hmm. And so once you've accumulated plenty of fat, I mean, I'm even like quite a skinny guy. I've always been really skinny, but I've always even had like a little pot belly. And I, I guess that's from a lot of a lack of exercise and sitting down at a desk all day, um, you know, poor posture and all of that kind of thing. So what kind of exercises can you can you use to get rid of a beer belly? Okay, well, just just to get one thing straight again is the the, the beer belly is excess fat. It's mm-hmm. it's not it can 
can stick out more due to posture. If your if your spine is rounded at the bottom, it can stick out, make it stick out more, and, and emphasize it, mm-hmm. accentuate it. But uh, at the end of the day, it's it's not a, technically a posture issue. You know, when you get really really big and fat, it will affect your posture. But generally, it's it's just accumulated fat, so it's mm-hmm. it's not directly because you're sitting down okay. because you've got bad posture. It's because you have extra fat now. Often. You have extra fat around your belly because you're sitting down all day, so it's it's causing effect. But um, yeah, so this just wanted to clear that up. Uh, so what, what was you just asked me one of the best the best exercises? Yeah. So what kind of exercises? Uh, you know, you know, obviously some some movement would probably be good. But is there, is there anything <laughs> anything in particular that that would be good to to work on on the abs area? Yeah. So this is a really important question, and a lot of people get it wrong. Um, for the right reasons, they're, they're giving it a try. But so often people think, right, to get rid of a beer belly or get rid of a gut, I need to do loads of sit-ups, loads of core work, loads of abdominal exercises. That's what's going to burn it off. And unfortunately, that is the opposite of what will happen. You you won't get rid of it doing that way. Um, if you do loads of core work and loads of abs work only, what will happen is your abs will get stronger and they'll actually put, but the, the fat won't go, the fat will stay there. So it will push the fat out and it'll actually give you what may look like a bigger belly that, than you had before. So what you do need to do is you need to get rid of that belly, belly fat. Mm-hmm. And there's good news and bad news about that. The good news is that it's very simple. Okay. The bad news is that simple doesn't always mean easy. So right. the simple thing is you need to reduce your calories in, in, in intake and increase your calorie expenditure. Mm-hmm. So that means you, know, just like you need to have a, a negative, if you like. So you need to be using more calories than you're taking in every day. Exactly. It's called, okay. a, called a calorie deficit. Right. Okay. And there's no magic about it. It's very simple physics. If you're in a calorie deficit, you will burn fat and you will lose weight. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. The simple side of it is all you need to do, do is get in a calorie deficit. The harder mm-hmm. side is doing that because you need to eat less and often exercise more. Yeah, so, so, so you do need to like have some kind of way to, to count the calories that are coming in and, and register the calories that are going out. That's right. You don't always need to. I mean, let's say you decide to you know run for an hour a day, whereas before you didn't and you eat exactly the same as you did mm-hmm. you know you probably do do pretty well because you'll be burning quite a lot of calories just through that run but if a good simple way is to, to download something like my fitness pal where you can track all the calories you eat and all the exercise you do and it, it tells you whether you're in calorie deficit or not mm-hmm. so I mean, that can be that can be really faffy for a lot of people i've only do it sometimes some people like it like it some people don't but and is there is there a, a diet in particular that works best? Uh, I did a little bit of research before this call, and there are a few websites where I said a high protein diet. Or I, I would say there isn't one specific diet that works best, unless it's the one that works best for you. You mm-hmm. have you can have high protein, you can have low carb, you can have ketogenic, you can have you can do fasting. So there's. There's a million different, well, not a million, but there's a, a large number of different ways to do it. And normally it's what works best for you because so often these diet regimes are unsustainable. 
So the one that works is the one that you're able to maintain and doesn't make you feel like you're a monk. Yeah, uh, it does make, make you feel like you're missing out. But but the the key yeah, thing exactly. is is making sure that you're you, you're expending more calories than you're actually uh, intake than you're intaking. Exactly. In terms of actual exercises, if you were to pick a specific exercise, mm-hmm. there'd, there'd be two. First and foremost, for me, it would be a burpee. Because okay. <laughs> apart from anything, it's quite a few different movements. It's a squat, it's a bit of a press up, it's a squat thrust, it's mm-hmm. a jump. Um, so it, it combines lots of different movements. It's absolutely amazing for burning fat because mm-hmm. it gasses you out, works your cardio, your muscles start screaming. Um, tires you out really quickly and when the more, when you get tired out it, your, your metabolism starts burning fat too mm-hmm. so first I would say the um, burpee um, also known as the bastard uh, to the in the British Marine Corps uh-huh. um, second is a squat okay and the reason a squat is because, although it doesn't really it's you know it's not it's not your tummy Squatting engages the largest number of and biggest muscle groups in your body. Yeah. And it's a relatively simple movement as well. So mm-hmm. you can do, you do lots of squats. It burns a lot of, cal- relatively a lot of calories. And so if I've, you know, for those guys who have got um, a big beer belly, are there any kind of health issues associated with having, with having that gut? There, well, there are lots of health issues associated with having a beer belly, and often they go away when you get rid of your beer belly. So, uh, the main ones are type two diabetes, hypertension, mm-hmm. or um, high blood pressure, yeah. um, heart issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it can affect your fertility, erectile yeah. dysfunction, all those lovely things yeah. are caused by. It's, it's essentially obesity. So when you clear that up, when you get thinner and leaner and get rid of excess body fat, those issues, not always, but a lot of them will go away. And would you say that then once you've got rid of the, the excess uh, weight or, or the, the beer belly, that would, be, that would then be the time to start engaging in doing some core work to, to strengthen your abs? Would that be a good idea then? Oh, so I may have come across the wrong way. Um, that doing core work uh, wasn't necessarily good for getting rid of beer, of beer belly. So it isn't in terms of core work isn't good because it, it focuses on the area. But core work is really important to do because it will strengthen your whole body. And the stronger your body is, the more exercise you can do. So whilst I did say core exercises aren't the best for getting rid of beer belly, what I meant was you can't target fat loss. Mm-hmm. So you can't say, right, I'm going to do an exercise in one part of my body and it's going to get rid of fat in that, that part. Ah, okay, that's interesting. Your body yeah. decides where you get rid of fat from. Yeah. And we see it around our bellies, but it's also, we have what's known as visceral fat, which is, goes around our, all around our organs. And mm-hmm. then it, it cushions them and it also provides, so, you know, from impacts, but it also provides a good store. So, you know, you may see it around your belly, but it's it's all it's it's everywhere. It's all around your fat, and it's your it's your body, or your brain or whatever that decides where that fat goes from first and last. You can't change that. It's the same for men or women. A, a really interesting point highlighted there. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and it's it's really important. By all means, do core work because it will make you stronger. Mm. But core mm-hmm. work by itself is not going to get rid of a belly. You've got yeah. to work your whole body, and you've got to get yourself in a calorie deficit. And you're much more likely to get in, get getting in a calorie deficit from just doing core work. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be doing lots of planks, lots mm-hmm. of crunches, lots of all kinds of stuff, which is it's just really hard to to expend that many calories doing your core. Mm-hmm. By all means, do it because the stronger your core is, the more you can protect yourself from injury and uh, do all kinds of other movements, which are going to help you burn fat, mm-hmm. but not in isolation. Brilliant, brilliant, really interesting stuff. And so uh, we're calling it a beer belly. And so does that mean you have to give up beer? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good point. Yeah, because I've actually given up beer for as a little. Um, experiment I'm, I'm giving up beer for the whole of this year um for, for, for many for many other reasons um but you know if, if you really wanted to to keep having a drink and but lose the beer belly is that possible it's absolutely possible again you've just got to make sure that your calorie intake does not exceed your calorie expenditure so and the problem is is that beer you can rack up quite a few calories quite quickly and easily um the other thing with beer and alcohol as a whole is that it's, uh, in terms of fat burning, it plays a really important detrimental role. Um, so alcohol is known, also known as the fourth macro ingredient. So normally you have fat, protein, and carbohydrates. They are, they are three macros. Alcohol is known as the fourth. And the problem with alcohol is that it's, it's, your body sees it as a poison. Yeah. It's a toxin, which is why it makes us feel good. That's yeah. why we get pissed, that's why we enjoy the release yeah. it gives us, etc. But the problem with that is is that you, our body will always try and burn it first. And it is it is a fuel. You can use it to fuel your body. As it's toxic, your body will always burn it first. Now, what this means is that fat comes further down the list. Right, so if okay. you're trying to get rid of fat and you've got beer in your system or, or any, any alcohol, but beer as well, the beer will be burnt first. And then the fat. So, so Sorry. if the next day you went for a, for a ten mile run, you might only just be um, burn the beer off and not touch any of the fat. That's exactly it, that, and 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 that's the problem. And also the the whole process of dealing with it and getting rid of it takes a lot of resources away from your body, which otherwise would be used for fat burning, mm-hmm. hormones and stuff like that. So. You know, your body just wants to get rid of it because it's toxic. By doing that, it takes it away from fat burning. And so it, and it adds this extra layer of um, process to to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And so when I was doing my little bit of research before, I noticed that what, one question that kept coming up, up on Google as the, the related search was, how long does it take to lose your beer belly? <laughs> right. It's kind of an abstract kind of question that, you know, it's one of those, how, how, how fast do you want to lose it, I guess? Yeah, exactly. And how, how, how long is a piece of string? Because, you know, my beer belly might not be as big as yours or vice versa. So, you know, it depends how big it is. It depends how, like you said, it depends how hard you work. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got quite a big one, if you're, you know, overweight by, I think it's probably easier to, to indicate how much weight or body fat you can lose as a as a rough estimate and again that depends on how tall you are how your body's your body type everyone has a slightly different metabolism but 
um, and also how rigidly you stick to a diet, how much exercise you do, um, whether you get injured, whether you get sick, all this kind of stuff. Loads of stuff can affect it, but you can, most people can realistically look to lose, you know, half a kilo a week. So yeah. a kilos a, um, a month, quite relatively safely. If, if you're bigger, you can get rid of more. If you work harder, you can get rid of more, but you know, about 500 grams, half a kilo, a week is, is is a good safe amount to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so by that way, you, you know you, you could get through ten kilo, get down reduced by ten kilos in about six months. Mm-hmm. It's, Does it's, um, I'm I'm just just thinking about how it, whether water and things like that have any kind of effects and water you hear about water retention and stuff like that. Does, is that anything to do with it? Is that store in your belly and add to that or? Yeah, water retention can can have a difference, but it's more fluctuations day to day than, mm-hmm. you know, week week to week or month to month. Good stuff. I think the key takeaway that I, I would take away from this little discussion would definitely be the how exercise in a particular area doesn't necessarily affect that area, and that by using by exercising larger muscles groups, you're going to burn fat more quickly, uh, because you're in more stress. And that's going to take the fat away from, from from that area eventually. So I think that is probably the key lesson learned from this uh, from this it's chat. It's a very it's a very important it's, lesson to learn. Well. And it it does it doesn't it's not always obvious as well. Why would doing squats get rid of a beer belly? It doesn't make any sense, but um, physiologically it does. Uh huh. Amazing. Okay. Well, I think I don't have any more questions. So unless you've got anything else that you'd like to add. Not really, not that I can think of at the moment. Just, uh, yeah, calorie deficit is the main thing on exercise. Again, like I said before, use it or lose it. Exactly. <laughs> As we get older, well, you do, you do want to lose your beer belly, but you've got to use the rest of your body to do so. Perfect. So thank you again to Anthony Bailey for, from uh, abfitness.training. Absolute pleasure, Mike. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks very much, Anthony. Bye, Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men.